0: In 1976, a young Italian-American showed the world that he could go the distance, that he could do it, that he had the eye of the tiger, that if he could change, Russia could change, that he could slip the jab, clear the stuff out of the basement, and pass the reins on to another up-and-coming young American. That man's name was Sylvester Stallone and the eponymous and emblematic character he created is Rocky Balboa. On November 21st, 2020, the original Rocky will be turning 44 years old, and to mark the occasion, today's segment will be dedicated to that beloved series of movies that has occasionally taken its lumps, but like a good fighter, keeps moving forward. In one corner you have me, your host, Andrew Dodd, and in the blue corner, Weighing in at 158 pounds, the mouth from the south of London, the pride of St. Thomas, the biggest Rocky fan I know by far, Adam Galloway! Thanks for having me, Dodd. Now Adam, as anyone who's ever been around the two of us know, we've got a lot to say about Rocky, and I think this episode has been in the making for a long time. About seven years. Seven years in the making. <laughs> it's the Big Rocky episode today on the Viewer's Cut. Welcome, listeners. Now, a quick word of warning we are going to be talking in depth about all six Rocky movies and the two Creed movies. So if you haven't seen them, Maybe go give them a watch before listening to the rest of the episode. Let's get right into it, if you don't mind. When did you first see Rocky, and were you a big fan right away?
1: I don't think I saw the first Rocky first. I I believe I may have seen one of the sequels. I used to always... I rented a lot of movies. Like My mom can attest that I'd, I'd usually rent two or three movies, and I used to always rent one of the Rocky movies, and I remember running up to the uh, the aisle they were in, and I'd grab a different one again. I was younger so I didn't really care. I just grabbed whatever, but I don't remember watching the original one a lot as a kid. I've actually watched it a lot more as I've gotten older. I probably watched 2, 3 and 4, probably more as a kid, but I don't remember how young I was. I think I'm going to guess in the ballpark around the age of five or six or seven, somewhere in there. I I don't recall. I don't recall, remember, sorry, I don't recall sitting down and watching it for the first time. I just remember watching it as a, a lot as a kid. And again, we'll talk about it more in depth as we go, but I was a huge fan of three and four when I was younger. And then it just switched as I got older to one and two. So I don't know when that happened exactly, but three and four, I loved as a kid.
0: Well, uh, that being said, my next question is, uh, which are your favorites, or in what order do they go in it for you, and, and why? So why don't you break down, there's eight movies here, so try try to keep it brief. Yes, and, uh, uh, I'll be about 30, 30 minutes. minutes. 30
1: minutes, okay. Well, <laughs> it'll all be edited out
0: anyway, so that's fine.
1: Uh, my order here at number eight, Rocky Five. I give it about a D, D plus maybe, I'm not a huge fan of it, I didn't even like it as a kid. Uh, I think it's a little boring, the dialogue's poor, it's not really interesting either. There's a few little things in it that I guess are fun. Uh, I appreciate him trying, uh, Stallone trying to bring back the old Rocky style, but I, I just think it was either too far gone or it just didn't work coming off of Rocky IV. And it has some nice moments, but overall I just think it was a swing and a miss. And besides maybe the last scene, which is touching with him and his son on the steps, I think it's a pretty weak finale. Uh, At that point when it was released in 1990. Uh, Number seven is Rocky IV. I give it about a C. The pacing is terrible. It's way too fast. It's got got no story and way too many montages. There's like a statistic of of how much of the movie is actually a montage and it's way too much. And the story, as cheesy as it was, it actually could have been stronger. And I think you and I will talk about a little bit later what they could have did with Rocky IV. Because there is something there, it's just glommed over so much, and it's so cheesy and over the top. Uh, Drago was a robot, could have been a lot deeper with a backstory, which you get a little bit with Creed 2, which we'll talk about later, but in just the context of Rocky IV, just a robot, not a lot going on with this character. But as far removed as from the original as Rocky IV is, it's very fun, and it's totally rewatchable. I can have a, a blast watching it, I just have to turn my brain off. So Rocky IV is number seven. Number six is Rocky three I give it a C C+. Uh, it, it is strong, but the pacing, again, is too quick. Uh, the movie is about an hour and a half, which I, I don't like. Uh, it needed to be two hours. There's a lot of good story there that he j- Stallone didn't seem to really want to focus on. Clubber Lang is okay. He's intimidating, but his character is not very strong. Again, could have been better. They skimmed over Mickey's death way too fast. I think there's a lot more there they could have... Focused on uh, with Rocky dealing with with that. And uh, pretty much the third act's pretty good. Basically from the beach scene on when Adrian, you know, basically stands up to Rocky and finally talks. (laughs) So, um, I don't mind Rocky 3, but, you know, it's definitely dated. It's very 80s. But I give it the C+, just because he at least had a little bit of a story there. More so than Rocky Uh, 4. Sorry. Number 5 is Creed 2. The one that just came out a couple years ago. Uh, Again somehow was pulled off this movie could have been a train wreck and it wasn't the uh, continued story was good the character arcs were strong just a little bit too long it could have been trimmed down in a few spots Uh, the first and second fight uh, are executed very well the cinematography and montages are great drago the both dragos are surprisingly rich there's a, a lot of good stuff with them they're very well rounded with purpose that I like. The, the characters are rich, both. Not that they're, they're no not financially rich. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to no, make that clear. Yes, yes. They're 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 very rich in character, and it could have been cheesy. And again, these writers that were involved really, they they it was so good in Creed two that it actually gave a little bit of value to Rocky four, which was surprising. And the performances are great. Uh, Michael B. Jordan carries this movie. Uh, Stallone takes a little bit more of a backseat in this one, and uh, for. The ending for the third time, it somehow worked again. I, uh, so, I don't know. I was very impressed with Creed too. Uh Number four is Rocky II. I give it about a B B plus. It's a worthy sequel to the original. Hits a lot of the same notes. Follows pretty much the same formula with just a few different changes. And stays true to the character of Rocky. Uh, Apollo comes to life in the second one, which I really like. He's more interesting and he has something to fight for. And he's got a lot of good scenes in it. The boxing and training montages definitely take a step up from the first Rocky. Obviously, they have a bigger budget. And it's very exciting and inspiring. And Rocky's story arc continues very strongly. But Adrian, Paulie, and Mickey kind of take a step back. There's not as much there with them, unfortunately. I would have liked a little bit more from them because they were so strong in the first one. Uh, Number three is Rocky Balboa very marginal with Rocky 2 I like both the movies but I give this one the slight edge just because of some nostalgia for me for when I went and saw it I was very excited it was the first Rocky movie I saw in the theater and I was just impressed like again I didn't think it was going to be very good a lot of strong uh, characters in this movie I like the father-son relationship with him and uh, uh, Rocky Jr. or Robert uh, played by Milo uh, who everyone knows from This Is Us very strong performance by him and of course the memorable I don't know him from that Okay, well, a lot of people are watching this as us, <laughs> and he's very popular right now, and he's very good in the movie. Uh, I like the villain or in it, well, not really the villain, but the opponent, uh, Mason, the Lion Dixon. It's he he tried to add depth to the character. It could have been a little bit stronger, but he still had some scenes which I can appreciate about what he's trying to fight for. He's trying to find some pride and you know get back, like he goes back to his old trainer, which I like, and he brings him back just because he's kind of in the spotlight with. Uh, how big he is and how people don't like him. So I like that. I can appreciate that Stallone tried to do that instead of just making a, you know, very weak opponent that he just fights in the end. And, uh, you know, the real, uh, the training montage was very realistic for Stallone's age. I'm happy that they incorporated that he has to work out a different way. He just basically has to build up muscle and he has to put everything he can into all his punches because he's not quick anymore. He can't run. And I, I just appreciate that because I thought Stallone, because he's in great shape, could have just made it unrealistic. And uh, the final fight's great and the the ending was fantastic. Both him leaving the ring and getting the Rocky chance, and the final moments with Adrian were, were really good. So a, a strong, strong ending for sure. And number two is Creed. I give it about an A. Very impressed. You and I went and saw this in the theater together and we both walked away pretty happy. Uh, the performances are strong. Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and Stallone who was... Let's just say I think he maybe should have won an Oscar. Fuck Mark Rylance. Anyways, um, uh, it followed the Rocky formula. Yeah, Mark well. Rylance can't act. Who's that guy? Come <laughs> just, on, just give, him him give
0: him right it there. to, just give it to Stallone. Just Come give on, give it to Stallone. Look at him. He loves Rocky. Look at him.
1: Anyways, uh, Creed, very good movie. Like I said, performances are strong a lot of good character moments. There wasn't a lot of boxing and and fighting in it, which was great. It's about the characters, you know, you know, kind of a throwback to the original Rocky. The only weak spot in it really is the, uh, is the opponent that he faces, uh, Ricky Conlin, I think his name is. He was fine, but could have been stronger again. I like what they did with some of the other opponents better. They just kind of had him stand there. He's just this badass guy who apparently killed someone and he wants to beat Creed. So I, I think that could have been stronger. But anyways, very well-made movie by Ryan Coogler. There was a lot of love and care, and the music was fantastic. So, Creed's number two, and number one, Rocky, the original, no surprise. I give it an A+. plus. I don't think it's perfect, but, I mean, n- there's no perfect movie, but I-, I think it's incredible. The script is nearly pure perfection. The characters are... Uh, strong and the movies paced very well the boxing is almost non-essential in the film it's a true character study and love story incredible ending Rocky loses the fight but he wins in every way imaginable and there's no villain in it which is what I love most about the movie Apollo is just a strong character who's just his opponent and he's everything Rocky's not and I just think that was a very smart decision. Instead of making like your typical villain, he's just a guy who's boxing, who's a showman, who just wants to put on a good show.
0: So that's my ranking. How'd I do, Dodd? You passed. I don't know. What, what, <laughs> you, you did it, Adam. I, I want to talk about how the series progresses, and that's a good segue. Um, so I won't, I won't get into it in the detail that you did, but my ranking is almost exactly the same as yours. I think my only difference is... I put Rocky 5. <laughs> oh god. Second. <laughs> I Yeah. It's the best one. I I put Rocky 5 ahead of Rocky 3 and 4. I like Rocky 5 more than I like Rocky 3 and 4.
1: Interesting.
0: What my problem with Rocky 3 and 4 is it it strays way too far from the character of Rocky. Like and I've told you this many times when, we watch, when I watch the end of 2 and then I go into Rocky 3 right away, I'm like, this doesn't feel like Rocky to me anymore. The guy I'm watching on screen does not feel like it's the guy I just left at the end of Rocky 2. He, physically, he looks different. He's so much thinner. Um, all of a sudden, Rocky is intelligent. All of a sudden, Rocky is articulate. All of a sudden, he's stylish. He's on the cover of all these, like... <laughs> uh, men's fashion magazines he's got his like uh, leather jackets and his low-cut cashmere sweaters and his gold chains his hair is all like uh, early 80s poofed out uh, carefully manicured and I just I I, that's where I feel like that's Stallone's own ego like for some reason my guess I have no evidence to this but my guess would be like Stallone in the early 80s when he was big or mid-80s was like I can't play a dumb character. Everyone will think I'm dumb. So he had to make Rocky into this person that he wanted himself to be, like universally beloved and stylish and fashionable and rich and a sex symbol. And like, that was never Rocky. Rocky never cared about any of that stuff. I like it in Rocky too, way better when he gets some money and he has no idea what to do with it, right? He just, he wastes it. He buys like a diamond collar for the dog. (laughs) You know, like he, he just, that's, that's, to me, that's what Rocky would always be with money. He'd never know, right? He'd never grasp style. He'd never grasp fashion. He'd never be, learn to read very well. He'd, you know, like he, if he, he, Rocky would have to hire people to, Take care of his finances for him. Not the guy from Rocky Five, hopefully. But um, <laughs> the, piece, the piece of paper, Polly had designed. Polly ruined every. <laughs> Polly lost his money. Um, so that's my. The, they're they're okay movies unto themselves, and then stylistically they get very melodramatic in three and four. So maybe they're okay on their own. I just don't feel like. I just don't feel like it's Rocky. It's like I'm not watching Rocky anymore. I'm watching a different Stallone movie. I don't...
1: I, I turn my brain off a little bit when I get to 3. 3 is more disappointing to me than 4. 4 is completely far gone. And it, it, it upsets me because Stallone writes all the, the original 6 movies. It's the same writer in all of them. He doesn't even have a co-writer. And you can definitely see that he gets lazy. And he knew how big Rocky was. Like, Rocky 3 and Rocky 4 made a shitload of money and they were very popular in the theater. Did not do as well, you know, critically. But... I think he didn't really put too much thought into it. Uh, Rocky two, I think, again, I agree with you, follows the same formula as one, changes things slightly, I like all the stuff in it, but uh, he wasn't big yet. 1979, he wasn't, you know, he didn't have first blood coming out another weekend, like he wasn't huge, so I think he put more care and love into the script. Three and four, the jump is, is tough from the end of two to three, I totally agree with you. I just look at them and say, "These were made. They're fine. Whatever. They're fun." The bar, I mean, it just they they, they become more action movies. They're not dramas anymore. They're action movies, and they're like Rocky Three. He fights Hulk Hogan. He fights Clubber Lang twice. There's an extended training montage. Like it's all the stuff that was that took a backseat in the first two Rocky movies is pushed to the forefront in these ones, especially Rocky Four. Right? There's two huge training montages. There's a bunch of other montages.
0: Back-to-back, back, I believe. They're, they're, they're practically the same training yeah,
1: montage. Yeah, there's no story. It's just about making the big, baddie Russian the villain, and we have to take him down. And it, 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 They're basically action movies. Rocky Three disappoints me because, like I said earlier in my ranking, the story is there. There is a lot of good stuff in Rocky Three. His fear... He he, he admits to Adrian finally he's afraid of, of Clubber Lang. I love Mickey carrying him, giving him the safe fights. They're all fixed because he's protecting Rocky because he doesn't want Rocky to get hurt. And then Rocky finds out. I love all that stuff. And it's there. It's just totally glommed over. I would have loved a second screenwriter coming in and saying, hey, Stallone, give me a couple weeks. Let's you know, let's extend this a little bit. I'm a huge, a big important thing for me in trilogies is the movies have to stay around the same runtime for structure purposes. The fact that the first two are two hours and then the third one immediately is 90 minutes that right there. I'm like, okay, they're totally changing the structure of these and just going in a different direction. So I totally agree with you and I would definitely split them up like you do. They're not the same movies. Stallone's not the same director. He's not the same actor just too much had changed and I think he got too big for his own good. his ego blew up and he didn't care because like I've said twice already, he also had first blood coming out in the same year. it didn't matter anymore. there were no no more obstacles for him because he had other things going on back in the 70s he didn't have anything else. so he had to put more love and care into the script into the performance and that's why you get Rocky one and Rocky 2 and then you get Rocky three and Rocky 4. So that's basically all I have to say. I don't really know if any of that made sense, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I I, don't... I like the idea of where to go with the character is that the character becomes a bit soft and, and fame goes to the to the character's head. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. And then he's got to re his uh, edge, his uh, eye of the tiger, babe. Uh, <laughs> he's got to get that back. I don't mind that at all, except that to me... Like, knowing that Rocky is such an everyman, knowing that Rocky grew up with nothing, to me, I would have gone the other way and said, Rocky getting, quote, soft is getting out of shape. I think Rocky is someone who, given fame and fortune and can relax, would maybe get a bit doughy, you know, maybe get a bit fat. Maybe he doesn't work out his cardio anymore. You know, whatever. He's eating his Cheezos or whatever. (laughs) And, um, that's why he loses because he's out of shape. I would have gone that way. Instead, he's so like muscly and trim. He sh- he's shredded and, in the third one. He's absolutely shredded. And I'm like, that's that would never be Rocky, man. Yeah. Can you see Rocky from Rocky one or two being like, oh, I want to look like a supermodel. I gotta get, I gotta get a six pack, and I gotta get." No, he wouldn't care. That's Stallone. That's not Rocky. That's Stallone. So everything about I, that's all. I, I just think he he totally forgot everything that the character was about. He he put too much of himself in that character. And then that's why I put Rocky 5 ahead of Rocky 3 and 4 is cuz I think even Stallone came to to recognize that and course corrected and said, "This isn't Rocky anymore. Rocky's got to be on the streets of Philly. Rocky's got to be in his leather jacket and his his hat and bouncing his ball." And is there even a line where the, Robert his son says to him, like, Why are you talking like that, dad? And he's like, Well, I don't know. So I talk, you know, like they almost had to explain why he's dumb again, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> and it's still, I so that I, I do admire it. The problem for me with five is that it maintains so much of the melodrama from three and four. It still feels like a soap opera. You know, you watch the first movie, and Rocky's big emotional speech is what he's sitting on the edge of the bed, it's a one take. Slow zoom in. I think. Yep. Adrian doesn't say anything. No music. I believe. The it's music. Just,
1: yeah, the music cues out as he walks in and sits down. Then I believe it stops.
0: It's silent. There's no music while he's talking, right? Yes, correct. That's right. And it's just very real and very grounded. And it's just him, kind of, you know, muttering to himself. He wants to go the distance. That's all he wants to do. Demure, minimalistic realistic. Great. Contrast that to on the beach. I'm afraid. And Adrian's yelling back at him. You don't want to be afraid. I don't. I don't know what she's saying to him, but she's screaming and he's screaming. And the, we got cars. Music. We got money. We got everything but the truth. Yeah. What's, What's the, the truth? truth? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nothing realistic about it. Imagine that on the beach. And there's all these tourists <laughs> like is that Rocky Balboa and his wife having a domestic here on the public beach. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So yes, it becomes dippy. It becomes sappy, and five maintains that five is probably the sappiest uh, one of all. Uh, there's a very similar scene with Rocky and Adrian on the street. Uh, be like, you and Mickey were special. You had to, he he gave you his heart or some shit. I don't know what she says. Something like that. What's the truth? Damn it! <laughs> 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 That's the problem, and. Had I think five could have been saved by a re-edit. I think five still could be saved by a re-edit. To be honest, it's a little bit convoluted. Take out some of those storylines. There's a lot going on. And in the ring, uh, in the ring, Tommy, Tommy Gunn Gun only, only fights in the ring. ring. Um, <laughs> yeah, they should have had a dance battle at the end. And then, yeah, and the street fight's bad, of course. Uh, there's no saving that, but there is an alternate edit that you and I have seen—the original cut of that fight, which is a lot more palatable than the sort of dance hip hop one <laughs> we get in the, in the theatrical version. <laughs> and there's less weird, freaky shots of Mickey's ghosts Like <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: on the train, isn't he? Or he's on, this, on the on the the train that goes. He's, on the, <laughs> he's on, on the train. He's on the train. train. I'm on the train. I'm leaving. <laughs> so you would put Rocky Five on before 3 and 4?
0: I think it's a much more interesting watch. I think it feels a lot more like Rocky to me. Just being back on the streets of Philly in, uh, like, just, you know, Rocky being a commoner again, that, that feels more like Rocky to me. So
1: I agree with everything you just said, but to me, because Rocky Five is so boring like a good chunk of it is boring I would put three and four on before just again I have to accept what they are and I can enjoy them more like Rocky Four basically has the status so bad it's good you can make that argument that it really doesn't follow I mean if you sit down and talk about it like we are we're dumbing them down but if you just a a year from now want to just turn your mind off and put on a movie. Rocky four is incredibly enjoyable because it's so bad. And it's just ridiculous. Like the whole joke that Rocky ended the cold war. Like it's just (laughs) so stupid, but that's why I would put three and four on before, before five, but I'm not even disappointed with four. I'm mainly disappointed with 3 because I thought it could have been a lot better. And I'm disappointed in 5 too because there is good stuff similar to Rocky 3 that's in Rocky 5. I just think Sage Stallone's performance is pretty bad. It's wooden. It's cheesy. Tommy Gunn is pretty cheesy. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace, yes. His performance in Daylight is much better. 1996 Daylight. Check it out. But, um... Yes, uh, and George Washington Duke, I know what they're trying to do. Like, he's uh, that supposed to be kind of like that character, that uh, uh, Muhammad Ali's guy. I forget his name. but uh, Yes, just totally cheesy. So it, it's, Over the top. Over yes. the top. Ridiculous. Yes. So, anyways, that's kind of where I'm at. So, I think we agree. You would just put five on. I would just put three and four on before just because five, I'm just like – I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't really care about what's going on just because it's, I think it's a swing and a miss, but three and four are, are no better.
0: We're kind of all out of order here, but there was, (laughs) I have more to say about Rocky three. (laughs) Yeah, I'm down. So the first theme I want to talk about in Rocky three is uh, race and culture. And, um, what it seems to be saying about, like, black Americans versus white Americans. it I, I didn't notice this theme at all until you and I watched these movies a couple of years ago. And it, it hit me on the head when, you know, Apollo is training Rocky, and Apollo brings Rocky and Adrian and Pauly. I guess Polly's an essential part of the team now for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't seem to know anything about boxing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there he is, I guess. And they walk into this hole-in-the-wall a gym that I guess Apollo trained at, and they walk in, and it's all these young black fighters. The whole room is, is filled with African Americans, and they all stare because Rocky, Adrian, and Paulie are the only white people in the place and they, all, the, all the men in this gym pause and stop, and it's kind of an awkward moment. Um, if there's any doubt that, that race is the issue there, uh, later on when they're training, and Apollo's trying to get Rocky to sort of dance, right? The, the, the boxing is sort of, they're, they're trying to d- jump and, and, and move to the, to the beat. And Pauly says, quote, I'm sorry for the offense here, it's, this is not me, I'm quoting Pauly in the movie. He says, quote, he can't train to that jungle junk music. And, quote, you can't train him like a colored fighter. He ain't got no rhythm. So, Paulie delivers those words. Stallone wrote those words. I, I can't help but think, what's he saying? Like, why why infuse a cultural statement into this movie? Um, is, is Stallone trying to say something about white culture in America versus black culture in America? Is he trying to suggest... Black people have an edge uh, because, you know, especially that group of individuals, because, possibly because of their ethnicity in that movie, have a tougher life, have to fight harder, and therefore they have an edge. Um, and is that something that the movie says Rocky has a right to get in on? Is Rocky Does Rocky have to, quote, blackify himself in Rocky 3 in order to beat Kluber Lang? Like a white person couldn't do it and is that an example of cultural appropriation?
1: To me, the only thing I really would
0: wonder is
1: it's interesting because in the first two Rocky movies, obviously Apollo is black and none of this stuff is brought up at all. And then you get to Rocky Three, where he has to fight another black boxer and he needs the help of a black boxer. So I don't know why he did that. And I don't know if if Stallone was trying to say, so he, I mean, it could have just been something that happened. I, it wouldn't shock me if it was just something he did without giving it too much thought. i haven't seen any interviews when he talks about it. I don't know if he has any real life thoughts on that subject matter. I have no idea up until I watched it with you. Obviously I never thought about it. So I don't know. All I know is that, and I, I got this it, it, when I was in Philly uh, I talked to an Uber driver when I was driving around and they just said the, the thing they admired the most with the Creed movies is, is the uh, introduction to more black communities and stuff because Philly has a, a big, uh, you know, African-American uh, demographic. And if you mm-hmm. watch the first two Rocky movies in the streets of Philly, it's populated with a lot of white extras, and it's yeah. noticeable uh, when you rewatch them now. So I don't know. I honestly don't have any thoughts. And like I said, I don't want to say anything disrespectful.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, again, because no one's really. There are some articles about it that I found, but again, Stallone's never, I don't think, mentioned it directly. Yeah. So I, I, I we can only speculate. I just think some, something's definitely there, and I'm not sure what it is or whose idea it was. The other, um, interesting undertone in Rocky III is the homoerotic subtones. Um, or subtext, I should say. I remember mentioning this to my mom and she was like, what? No, they're not gay. They're just friends. Like she was in denial about this, this, this reading of it. Um, this one's not quite as, uh, stated outwardly as I think the cultural one is, but, um, there's, there's a lot to read in there that, that Rocky might be grappling with his sexuality and is perhaps curious about uh, trying something new. Uh, Clubber claims that Rocky isn't, a quote, a real man and intimates that Rocky can't pleasure Adrian. So maybe Rocky's not interested in sex with Adrian, seems to be what Clubber is suggesting, and that's sort of cutting to Rocky's quick a little bit. Rocky doubts himself and seems weak lost faith in his masculinity, which could all be a metaphor for impotence. Uh, Then uh, Apollo Creed enters the picture, and they meet in a darkly lit room in the shadows in secret. And uh, Rocky says, you know, if the papers knew we were talking like this, they'd think we was crazy. Sort of implying that this is something secret that they're doing that nobody can know about. Apollo has to teach Rocky, quote, differently. Uh, Could be, you know... Could be, he's going to try something different uh, in the bedroom, perhaps. Apollo says to him, Quote, maybe we can win it back together. Then licks his lips and says, Eye of the Tiger. There's a. Cl- <laughs>
1: You're turning me there's on a cl- little bit, Doug. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, funny you should say that. Uh, the, in that same conversation, there's very close up shots of them in the dark, very intimate. It's going back and forth between their two close-up faces. And Rocky says, you got me curious. And Apollo says, you got me curious, Rock. Um, And then, of course, you're going to owe me a big favor. And they have their fight at the end. And they're so jokey and they're so flirty in that scene at the end where they're fighting. There's so many giggles and laughs and silliness. And they're like, you ready to try this? I don't know. I guess so. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Um, And then, of course, throughout the movie, there's so many shots of tight shorts, crop tops, glistening, shiny bodies, sinewy muscles. The camera's focus uh, and the angles all accentuate their sweaty bodies. It seems to be a love letter to the male form. And the whole thing, when they're dancing together, is very sexualized. Apollo's behind Rocky at one point as they're sort of moving and dancing. I don't know what the point is. I don't know if Stallone <laughs> himself was perhaps uh, questioning his sexuality at that time. I know he was friends with Travolta, and there was lots of rumors about Travolta's sexuality at that time. I don't know. Are there rumors about Stallone being I don't, gay? Not as much as Travolta, but I know he was on the rocks with his
1: first wife at that point because they divorced maybe a year or two later. I'm not sure, but he they, they were on again, off again, and they just, uh, Stallone just did uh, Staying Alive with John Travolta, and I think John Travolta was supposed to be in Rambo 2, and uh, Stallone nixed that, so I'm not sure you brought this up to me last time we watched Rocky three, and everything you said is right, I don't know. I have no, (laughs) I I have absolutely no thoughts on this again, I I don't know. It's because it's so far removed from the style of the first two, and you add in both things that you just brought up, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think of Stallone as this amazing writer that's amazing with subtext, but who knows? I mean, maybe he was. And, and there's no nothing wrong with that. He's not really insulting anyone. So, I mean, it doesn't bother no. me. It's just, it's yeah. it, it, is, it stands out for sure because then you get to Rocky four and it's pretty much, there's nothing. Like, it's just he moves on to tackling the Cold War in Rocky four So, Um
0: Yeah, again, I don't know the point other than I think the, as you said, the Rocky movies have maybe always been Stallone's outlet. Like like he always just treats Rocky sort of as his movie version of himself. So maybe, like I said, in the early 80s, Stallone's into some new things. Maybe he's digging, uh, you know, black culture. Maybe he's uh, experimenting with men and maybe that just ended up sort of bleeding into Rocky. I don't know. That's my best guess. Well, I hope you had a good time. I hope Travolta didn't break his heart. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he wasn't in Rambo 2. They had a big fight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I, that's enough about that. I don't want to keep ranting, but I, I would be curious quickly. If you, I just, I, I, I don't know if I know when you saw Rocky for the first time.
0: Um, so I associate that with my mom. My mom was a teenager in the 80s, and I guess Stallone was kind of like a hot guy. um um, so she liked them and she had rocky one on vhs i think i saw two first i think two was the first one i saw and it opens with the flashback of uh the end of the first one the fight from the end of the first one yeah and um i remember my mom wanting to shelter me when they cut his eye open oh but they don't cut they don't cut his eye open they just cut it so that the swelling gets drained but i remember my mom saying this could be graphic and as you know a fun little weird fact, at the beginning of Rocky 2, when they're showing that scene again, they edit that. Yes. And I remember my mom going, I don't think you should watch this, and then going, oh no, it's okay, they cut it out. And ever since I watched Rocky 2, I've always been like, why did they do that? Like, <laughs> It's in the previous <laughs> movie, we just saw it. Um, so I remember that. So I think I watched Rocky 2 first, and then I popped in the first one later on. And then many years later, TBS was doing like an all-day It was a Saturday afternoon. I remember it quite well. And they were just playing them all back to back to back. And that's where I watched three and four. And I eventually came around to five. I saw Rocky Balboa in the theater when it came out. And then I've obviously seen Creed and Creed 2 with you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. I... Oh, quickly, just while
1: we're on that diet. I just love this story. I'm going to quickly tell you. So this is what happened with Creed. So Jamie and I... My wife, Jamie, and Andrew was uh, dating someone at the time. And we were, Jamie and I were driving back from Detroit. I went uh, to, it was American Thanksgiving, and we went to the, the Lions game. The Eagles played the, the Detroit Lions. And we were driving back. I think we just got across the border. And Andrew called me. And for people that don't know our relationship, Andrew never calls me. I always call him. <laughs> and Andrew called me. And Jamie and I right away were like, uh, something's up. So Andrew, uh, (laughs) he's moving to Tokyo. Yeah, Andrew calls me and we answer on the car phone, and Andrew's like, "We got to go see Creed. We got to go see Creed." And anyone that knows me, I, I'm not very spontaneous, and I like to plan a lot of things and all this stuff. And Dodd convinced me, so I believe it was the next. Can I hold on?
0: Can I? Can I interject? Just yeah, absolutely. Part of the story is that at this time, you and I weren't living in the same city. No, we were not. I was in Barrie. So. Right, so I did. We didn't see each other nearly that much, and we wouldn't have had an opportunity to go see this movie together. No, no. But I knew you happened to be passing through the area.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. And go for it, take it
0: away. Anyways, yeah. So he called
1: me. He convinced me. It's very rare that I, 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 you know, move at such a, a spur of the moment, uh, thing. But we, we met in. I don't remember the theater, but it was in Toronto at the mall, and we met.
0: Yeah, Yorkdale Yorkdale Mall.
1: Like, uh, looking back at this, like we're in such an age now where you get tickets in advance. We didn't even get tickets in advance. We didn't get great seats. I think we were right in the middle, close to the bottom. And it was just so spur of the moment and awesome. And we took our lovely dates, who didn't give a shit about Rocky. And <laughs> we went and saw Creed. And uh, and then, yeah, we saw Creed, too, uh, three, three years later. Uh, We were obviously living in London at that
0: time, so it wasn't as difficult. But
1: I always, I like that story. I really appreciate Andrew reaching out. Like I said, he never calls me, so it was great.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so I remember that night very well, Adam. That was very memorable for me. As you said, a lot of moving pieces had to come together at the last minute. When I came up with the plan, I was not in Toronto where we saw it. I knew you were coming through. I knew you'd be passing through Toronto. I knew I was going up to Toronto. It happened to work out. As you said, we didn't have tickets in advance, but we managed to get some seats. And that watching was uh, electric, you know, do you remember the, do you remember the theater that night? Like people were cheering. I
1: put my viewing of Crete, I think either one or number two. And I totally agree. Like it was Avengers end game level. Like, I don't know how we lucked into that. But like it, what when the when the the in the training montage when the gonna fly now cue comes into the, the the song that they they did for this one at the very end when he's running down the street, the place erupted, and then again in the fight when uh, after Rocky gives him his speech in the corner, like it, it was I don't know how I I was not expecting that at all like it was awesome it was a great viewing experience, it
0: was. So, yeah, so palpable. I remember the scene at the end fight when um pretty Ricky Conlan knocks him down. And I think that I think it goes quiet and I think it's like a slow motion fight of Donnie hitting the ground. Yeah. And I think somebody yelled like "Get up!" like like you know, like you could just you could just tell that people were really into this. Yes. And so much of that was Michael B Jordan. He's such a damn good actor and has the charisma that I think Rocky had, like, in his own way. Yeah. Um, He's such a good, he's such a good main character.
1: Oh, yeah, he's, he's a lot, everything he's doing now, uh, like, he's at the top of his game, like, even, I, I I think he was the best part of Black Panther, I don't know your thoughts on that, but he's just mesmerizing on the screen, and when they announced him as uh, Creed's son, I'm like, that, or Apollo Creed son. That is in like, not even just talent wise. Just look like he looks like he'd be Carl weather's son. Like it was mm-hmm. such good casting. And then you add in the fact that he is a remarkable, remarkable actor. The only thing I was nervous about was the chemistry with him and Stallone. And it looked like they it's were correct. best. They were best friends.
0: Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stallone is back better than ever in Creed. As you mentioned, Won a golden globe was nominated for an Oscar. Um, they somehow managed to, so you and I were worried, right? Because Rocky's had so many endings and <laughs> <laughs> Rocky yeah. five was supposed to be his ending. And, you know, as you mentioned, Rocky five has a pretty good ending on was the fine. Steps with him and his son. Fine. Yeah. It's a nice way to end it. That wasn't the end of it. He comes back for Rocky Balboa. We're all going, Oh man, what is this going to be? Is this going to be awful? He's, he's 90 years old. How's he going to fight? <laughs> he pulls it off. It's a really nice ending to the character. We all breathe the sigh of relief. Okay, good. He can end on that. And then he's coming back for Creed and we go, <laughs> oh no. What's going to happen here? Is he, iniqu- he going to fight somebody? What's going to happen? And it's wonderful. It's, it's better. It's, it's the best It's the best since the first one. He's, uh, he's He finds out he has cancer. That's what Adrian died of. He doesn't want to do it. That's to, it's, it's such a good performance, the scene where he finds out from the Doctor. Oh my god, it's... A,
1: I just want to mention one thing just because I've,
0: I've obviously yeah. watched a lot of Stallone
1: movies and he, his performance in this is so good. Obviously, there's a lot of good like dialogue scenes and he cries and all that's great, but the scene that I point towards about how, how uh, talented he was in this movie and how much thought he put into it was when he gets back from finding out about uh, the mm-hmm. cancer, he comes mm-hmm. to the ring. He's trying to disguise him and, and not think about yeah. it. He's late. Uh, he's He goes in the locker room. You can tell on his face. He's just, oh. Then he comes out and he goes up and he just starts talking to, to Adonis about, you know, uh, my time's done. It's all, it's all about you. He gets up and he forgets to give Adonis the mouth guard. And uh, he mentions it to him. He's like, oh, you got to give him the mouth guard. And the look on Rocky's face, he's embarrassed. He, and it just, it's just so nuanced. Incredi- Something's on his mind. Yes. He's
0: acting it so well that he can't focus yes. on what he's, he's doing. And he's just yeah.
1: so good. And then he goes in and then he, and then the camera, like that is Rocky's moment. Because Adonis walks away, he walks off camera to go in the ring and start fighting. The camera, uh, uh, Ryan Coogler purposely kept it on Stallone because this is his moment, and he just you know he puts his head down. He's uh and then he then he claps and he gets back into. it. But just for for Sylvester Stallone, who's not traditionally known as a as a great actor, he just put his heart and soul into this, and it shows in many scenes. But that one always stood out to me. And then after that, you eventually get the scene when he breaks down in the locker room and talks about Adrian and wanting her back. And and it's just, he's so good in it. I just want to give a shout out to Ryan Coogler, who I love. He pushed to make this movie. I think Stallone turned it down twice, and obviously he wasn't going to make it without him. So I just you know, wanted to give a shout out to Ryan Coogler because he's just a remarkable filmmaker. And he just, he knocked it out of the park with this because he got the most important thing right it's not about the fighting it's not about the training montage it's not about any of that it's about the characters and how they interact with each other and there's a good love story there's a good father-son relationship in there with uh, with rocky and, uh, and adonis
0: and the music <laughs> is
1: awesome so that's all i want to L- say about creed
0: ludwig Gorenson right he yes the
1: music, he's yeah he i think he won an academy award for black panther he's he's phenomenal
0: and as you mentioned, the love story, I just, you know, we want to mention Tessa Thompson. Absolutely. A great, great performance as well. Yes. Very natural. She's a, she's a fantastic actor. She, they give her story something. She's a, she's a musician, but she's got degenerative hearing loss. Mm-hmm. So she eventually won't be able to, to hear and music is her life. So like, how's she going to deal with that? That's a great story. Um, and, it, and as you said, uh, just as much as is as, as Rocky is somewhat autobiographical for Stallone, it seems that Creed is somewhat autobiographical for Ryan Kugler. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what a neat sort of um, art imitating life, passing on the passing on the baton. Um, so Creed is fantastic. Of course, it's announced there's going to be Creed two. <laughs> Dot and I cry yeah. for an hour, and we all start. <laughs> We start biting our nails again, thinking, oh, man, like this, <laughs> t- you know, time will eventually beat these movies. Time beats all movies. You cannot go forever producing quality, although Rocky's been doing pretty good, yeah. <laughs> uh, 44 years worth of mostly good movies. um, And somehow, miraculously, lightning is kind of caught a second time in a bottle and Creed 2 surpasses our expectations i think doesn't surpass the first movie necessarily no no but is is a very worthy sequel and doesn't most importantly doesn't screw anything up
1: and like i mentioned briefly and like we both talked about before arguably makes rocky 4 a little bit better
0: it's like the greatest retcon in movie history that they took this one-dimensional cheesy 80s action movie and gave it depth yes. retroactively. We, we can talk about Ivan Drago brings back this character that had no depth at all. <laughs> like in, like intentionally no depth, right? The idea of this character was that he was just this big giant who'd never spoke. Uh, his only character arc in Rocky IV is like, I fight for me, like whatever, you know, whatever, whatever that means. Sounds like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I should have been in this Rocky movie. <laughs> I should have been fighting Stallone. Sly and I hate each other. (laughs) Uh, I always said, I I told you Schwarzenegger should have been in Rocky 5. That would have been amazing. Rocky fighting Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Would have been the biggest movie of all time. Maybe it's not too late. Um, So now Drago has a, a character arc. We learn what happened to him after four. His name's been through the dirt. He has a chance to redeem himself through his son and get some of his glory back. And my personally my favorite part of creed 2 was uh, at, at the end when drago throws in the towel. Oh, I loved it. And realizing that uh, his relationship with his son is more important than his family name or uh, glory or victory. And I, it was the best ending I could have thought for those guys. I to to see to see that they're redeemable, to see that they're human beings, the dragos I mean, to see that Ivan's a human being, that he loves his son like that's that's exactly what Rocky Ford was lacking and that what makes these movies so strong.
1: Yes. I think, uh, I give it a lot of props because it has the most unique ending of any of these Rocky movies and they, they shoot it in an incredible way too, where you even have a shot of Rocky noticing that Drago's going to do it. And it's just shot so well. Like, you have uh, the the ex-wife. I can't remember her name. Stallone's actual ex-wife, too. Ludmilla, I think. Yes. So she leaves. Uh, The son notices it in the ring. Then uh, Ivan Drago notices it. I think even Rocky might notice it, but he's watching Drago, and then you see him get up. I remember in the theater, I was getting insane goosebumps, because I'm like, they're going to totally... They they have to do this. They kept acknowledging the towel, like uh, Rocky not throwing in the towel for Apollo back in Rocky IV, so much in this movie, I'm like, I think they might do it, do they have the balls to do it, and they actually did it, and it's almost metaphorical too, where Drago's not just throwing it in for his son, he might be throwing it in for Adonis too, it might just be like a father-son thing where I'm done with both of these guys, because they're both injured, right, like Apollo, Adonis took a huge... I'm going to start calling him Donnie, though. I like when they call him Donnie. I don't like saying Adonis. Just call him D.
0: Tus Thompson calls him D.
1: <laughs> hey, yo, oh, D! I think he's throwing it in, mainly for his own son, obviously, and him accepting, you know what? I have to be a better father. I have to stop pushing him. But there might be a little bit there of him throwing in and saying, I, I, don't, I want both of these kids to stop fighting each other. Like, I'm done. And then, obviously... Mm. Donnie wins, but I just think mm. because there's a huge theme of father son uh in Creed 2 and I think there's something there I I don't know, but I it's such a powerful ending and I love that the beginning of the movie, uh Ivan and his son, uh they they wake up and they go work out and the son's running and, and Ivan's in the car behind him and the ending shot of them, they're running side by side. Mm-hmm. They're together now. I thought that was beautiful. I, I was arguably more nervous about Creed two and more surprised with Creed two. I was nervous for Creed and it it blew me away and it's much better, but I think Creed two, like right when you read the, like the tagline that the Dragos are back, it's like, Oh boy, here we go. And I, we walk, I remember walking out of the theater saying, wow, like again, and, and the ending when you have Rocky going home to his son, which we can talk about in a little bit. And I love Michael B. Jordan going, finally going to the grave of Apollo, it, w- yeah. it was so, so good. Like I, I, so, like we've joked about a million times. Rocky Balboa. We'll even go to Rocky Five. Okay, fine ending. Rocky Balboa. Oh wow, like that's that's awesome. Yes, I don't have to see Rocky again. Creed, great ending. Creed Two, really good ending. So they really got lucky three times because they could have ended Rocky on a terrible note, and they didn't. <laughs> four so, times
0: no surprise then i gave you this question ahead of time yeah whether there's going to be or not i think we're pretty certain there is going to be but should there be a creed three and if so should rocky be in it
1: okay so i got a brief answer here it's not going to be too long but i have thought about this many times late at night when i'm trying to go to sleep and <laughs> uh should there be no the reason why is I think they've peaked. You can't top uh, a Donny fighting Drago. Like you, you, you can't top that. It'd be like like Thanos coming like halfway through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then he's not even the big baddie. Like <laughs> I, I think if they had a plan of a trilogy, they should have saved this for the third one, but they obviously didn't. So I would say no, they shouldn't. Will they? They probably will, and. Personally, I don't think Stallone should be in it. As of right now on IMDb, I believe it says um, Creed 3 announced without Stallone's involvement. I think just Michael B. Jordan is attached. I haven't looked at it recently, but last time I looked, uh, it said announced. So if they do decide to do it, I think they should avoid Stallone or, or Rocky in it and make it solely a Michael B. Jordan's movie and... And find a creative way to maybe just mention Rocky but I would say the safest bet he's in Canada he left he's with his son he's done and he eventually dies there like he gave up Philly Philly's his town he left at the end of Creed 2 I would I would make it just Michael B. Joran's movie but I'd have no idea what the storyline would be I personally wouldn't do it You got lucky twice. This franchise could have been ruined. A lot of franchises have been ruined. You made two really solid movies. I would call it a day. (laughs) But they probably will make a Creed 3. I don't think Stallone should be involved. And just write in somehow. Maybe he gets a letter or something. And he's still in Vancouver. He's with his son. And that's all we need. Don't touch the character of Rocky. He's done.
0: Do you think it would be anticlimactic though? if there's a third creed and there's like no Rocky at all. Like let's just say it ends as a trilogy, Creed 1, 2 and 3 and then they stop it. Would it would it seem would it feel weird that Rocky's such a big part of one and two and then not in three at all?
1: Yeah, I mean it would feel weird and I, I again I <clears throat> I'd have to, you know, give more thought of how I would do it without him. I, I'm not sure, but there's a whole passing of the torch moment at the end of, of, of Creed two. He literally fist pumps him and says it's your time now. And there's yeah. like a metaphorical separating of them. And Rocky just sits down. Then he goes to his son and has a beautiful moment. And I just, I would, I'd rather have a Creed Three that feels a little weird without him than a Creed Three with him that is just bad. Because I don't know what you would do with him anymore. Rocky's arc is done. Unless you add something else. He had cancer. He beat it. He neglected his son, they're, they were estranged, they're back together, Adrian's gone, polly has gone. You're like, what do you do with him? You can't do anything more with him unless he's fighting dementia or something. I don't know what it would be. Like, it just it just end it and find out a way to incorporate and just make Donnie's story strong in Creed 3 that you don't need him. I, I don't know, though. I don't have anything written, I'm not sure, but...
0: what about What about his death? Could that be the last Ooh, thing see, they could do with him?
1: That we talked about that before Creed two movies ago, where we didn't know if he was going to die or not. I mean, I thought one thing I did think about, and I, I don't know my thoughts on it, would be you have a whole Creed 3. He's not in it. You don't even mention him. And then it ends with him doing the same thing Rocky was doing in Rocky Balboa Creed and Creed 2 with Polly and Adrian. You have him go, he pulls out a lawn chair from the tree or whatever, he sits down, and you have Adrian, Polly, and Rocky buried next to each other, and that's where the movie ends. I don't know what my thoughts are on that, I'd have to really think about it more, but I don't want to see Rocky die, I, I don't know, I'd really have to think about it more, I think there's something there, I mean, that makes sense, it's symbolic, but... I don't know. I, I'm not sure about my thoughts about seeing, I personally like the idea of not knowing where Rocky is and he just peacefully dies one day and he's with his son, but I, I don't know. I have no idea about tackling his death. I, I was nervous when he, when it was revealed that he had cancer in Creed, I'm like, Oh my God. Like, cause we've never seen Rocky in such a vulnerable position, which is what I admired about Creed seeing him puking and losing his hair. Like it's so real. Right. And Rocky's so larger mm. than life it was so good and ballsy again, a lot of re I mean, I think that's why Stallone was so nervous about doing it because we've never seen Rocky like this before. And it was great. Like him limping, not so much limping, but being tired of going up the steps at the end. I was a little nervous about, or not nervous. I was a little bit skeptical about that when we walked away from the theater, but then I, it grew on me more saying that this is life. We, we, we are at our, at our peak and then we start going down a little bit. Like it's just natural and Rocky can't run up the steps for his entire life. So that grew on me. Where I'm like, I like that, that he's helping him up. And then there's a nice moment at the end when he says, I can do that. Like, I can do this. And then he gets up to the top. And he's back up there. But he, he's just taking a different route now because he's so much older, right? So I don't know. It would have to be done very well for me to love it, obviously. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to see his gravestone. It all depends. It all depends on the script and how good it is, because it's Donnie's story now. So, it's not right. There's nothing else you can do with Rocket. The only thing you can do is that he dies.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said. I agree that uh, there shouldn't be a third one, and if there is, then it should just be Donnie's movie and see if this franchise can stand on its own, right? Just get Felicia Rashad in there still get Michael B Jordan and Tessa Thompson and see what they can do um but I also do feel like I don't like the ending of Creed 2 of Rocky's story in Creed 2 he goes to see his son he meets his grandson that is a nice ending is that the best ending for Rocky is that the out of all the endings he's had is that the best one <laughs> let's rank I don't, I don't... let's
1: rank all the endings of Rocky <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, there's there's three. And if you and if you think of Rocky five on the steps with his son and they go into the museum and it pulls up to the statue or, you know, uh, Rocky Balboa, you know, yo, Adrian, I did it. Walks away from the grave, raises his hand. He sort of waves at the sort of saying goodbye to the camera or if in Vancouver uh, seeing his grandson. And I love the line. You look just like his mother. And he does. And he does. And he does. (laughs) Looks like Talia Shire, that kid. And yeah. it just reminds us about Adrian, right? We don't talk a ton about Adrian in the Creed movies, but it, yes. and, and so Adrian is like spiritually there and we've got a family uh, reunion. Which one's the best? I don't know. I don't know if uh, that Creed 2's, it's nice. Is, is that the best? Does that feel like the last time? It, well, we'll be satisfied that being the last time we'll ever see Rocky. I don't know. I would be
1: satisfied, but I would not say it's the best. For me personally, Rocky Balboa, was the best ending, I, I, I like the, him going out of focus, it ends on the, like, it's just a well shot, uh, and, uh, like, it's, it's well shot, and him fading out, like, it's, you can't top that, I think, I think that's the best ending, and then, obviously, they did Creed, and then Creed 2, so, it's, it's good, I wouldn't even say it's fine, it's really good, because, um, of how obviously important it is that Rocky... I mean, we, we don't want to end knowing that Rocky's estranged with his son. That's not Rocky. I'm glad that Rocky worked that out with him. Because they tackled the subject matter a little bit in Rocky Balboa, obviously. And, and his son living in his dad's shadow. And then obviously he's barely in Creed. He just mentions that he moved to Vancouver because he had to leave Philly. So it works. It's not the best ending, but it it, it does work. It's really good. It's emotional. And I like just the little moments with the grandson. It's kind of like a, you know, that this is Rocky's life now. He's a grandfather. You know, he's not a. He had his moment as the father figure, as the trainer. He had his moment in the spotlight as the boxer. Now he's a grandfather. Now he needs to retire officially, and 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 eventually pass away. Like that's life. I mean, I just I, I, I'm 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 done with. We have enough Rocky movies. I'm good. I have, I have enough Rocky movies to share with my kids. I, I my,
0: could use a few more. my three, two or three more.
1: My future child is not going to say, when's the ninth one coming out? I'm like, no, we're done. We're done. I have so much. I don't need... Jamie alone probably doesn't want to watch any more either. So not even for my benefit. For my wife's benefit, there doesn't need
0: to be any more Rocky movies. But what about for me? Yeah, We need to, we need to keep talking. Ugh. Um, okay, Adam, I, I think we've touched on many, many subjects. There's been v- very good, fruitful conversation here. I just want to wrap it up on a question that I sent you ahead of time. Uh I haven't an answered myself, so maybe I'll go first. What is your favorite moment from any of the movies, both Rocky and Creed movies? Oh, Do you want me to go Lord. ahead?
1: Yeah, yeah, you go first. <laughs> oh god.
0: <laughs> maybe they'll be the same. Maybe yeah. they'll be the same. Maybe. Mine's very mine's very iconic. It won't be a big surprise. Um, it's Rocky one and it's the, I think, 14th round of the final fight in Rocky one. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know
1: exactly what scene or what moment you're talking about.
0: And it's the part of the movie where Bill Conti's uh, going the distance track plays. And I don't know exactly what the situation is leading up to it. But Creed gets the upper hand, and right as the music crescendos, the da 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 da, Creed lands a few huge blows, and Rocky goes down like a safe. And Creed throws his hands up, victorious. He's like, "I've won. This has to be over." He's celebrating. Mickey's saying, "Down, down, stay down," and we get a wide shot. It's so well done. It's so bloody well done. We get a wide shot of the hallway leading into the arena and almost in silhouette, Adrian walks in. She previously hadn't been in the room. I guess it was too emotional for her. She couldn't watch it. And the way it's edited, and I'm not saying this is literally what's happening in the story, but to me the way it's edited suggests that her walking into the arena gives him the inspiration. To stand up. I'm not saying she's sending him telekinetic signals, or the, <laughs> the, that she has this empathic X-Men like power to re-energize him, or anything like that. I'm saying the movie suggests that their togetherness will make each of them stronger. She comes into the room. He starts to get up. There's this beautiful, beautiful close-up shot of her, and she closes her eyes as if she can't watch, because that's sort of Adrian, right? Avoid. Quiet, shy. Uh, when something's difficult, withdraw from it. She closes her eyes as if she can't watch, and she makes herself open her eyes again. That's her, sort of Adrian saying, "I can't shy away from this. He's the man I love. I'm going to be there for him. I'm going to watch this." She opens up. He stands up. He manages to get up again. The trainer's saying, or the ref saying, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" He's saying, "Yeah, I'm okay." Apollo's celebrating still. Turns around sees Rocky standing up, and Rocky saying, come on, let's fight, and the look on Creed's face is just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, he cannot believe that this man got up and is saying, come on, let's keep going, and I think Apollo wins the fight by split decision. Spoilers. Um, but the movie makes it quite clear that had the final round, the 15th round gone 10 seconds longer, Rocky would have won and i think it's that moment in the 14th round when rocky stands back up that apollo breaks i think his will breaks in that moment and i think he must be thinking in his head if that doesn't if that didn't keep this man down nothing will i cannot beat this man he he if he survived that he's going to survive anything i can give him and i think his will breaks, and that's where Apollo, quote, loses that fight. Even though he technically wins, I think right then and there, Rocky, quote-unquote, beats him. And that's why in Rocky two he says, I won, but I didn't beat him. Rocky beat Apollo in that moment by being able to stand up and keep going. So I think it's the epitomal Rocky moment. It's so well cut. It's so well acted. The music is so emotional, and it's stirring. And uh, I I get goosebumps every time I watch it.
1: Yeah, I I absolutely love that sequence, and I love in the second one when uh, Apollo's trainer comes up to him, and he just says, I saw you beat on that man, like no man got beat before, and the, and man, the man kept, kept coming, coming after, after you. And I'm like, oh my, like, again, it just, uh, that's what makes, it, it's just, it says so much about me, that is literally the movie in a nutshell, and the way you described it was, was perfect, you made it even better, <laughs> just hearing you explain the scene.
0: But yes, great. So what's yours, Adam?
1: So, I thought a lot about how I want to do this, and I, I just because of your description on your scene, I'm going to mirror that. I want to first say that there are many scenes that I love. This was one of the hardest lists I've ever had to make. There are so many good moments in this, but one I want to bring out, I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm basically coming at my reaction when I saw it. The first Rocky, like you said, is full of moments. Up the steps, the scene on the on the on the bed with Adrian, the ending when he's shouting up, are all iconic, great. But the moment that got me the most, and I'm talking full goosebumps, a tear, everything, and I, I have the the scene right here. So, cut to Creed, uh, the end of the 14th, or I don't, it should have been either ninth round or 14th I don't know if it was a 10 or 15 round fight, but the second after the second last round. And they sit down, Rocky wants to end the fight. I think uh, his one, uh, Adani's eye is is basically swollen shut. And uh, Rocky contemplates throwing in the towel. And I'm, I got the quote here, so I'm going to do my best Rocky impression here. But I thought this was the most beautiful scene ever. I was you to stop the fight with your father. I'm stopping this one now. Don't, okay? Let me finish. I got to prove it. Prove what? That I'm not a mistake. And you have this great moment where Rocky's just like, there it is. That is the moment. This is what he is fighting for. He needs to prove this. And then Rocky comes out beautifully. Look at me. I never got a chance to thank Apollo for helping me out after Mickey died. But it's nothing compared to what you've done. You taught me how to fight again, and I'm going to go home, and I'm going to fight this thing. But if I fight, I want you to fight too. I want you to go across that ring and knock that son of a bitch down. Can you do it? Say it. I'm going to knock that son of a bitch down. I know you are. You know why? Because you're a creed, and I love you, kid. And then the music... I'm getting goosebumps right now, just saying. it.
0: <laughs> and, and
1: and the music... The, the, you you hear a little bit of the Rocky score during the training montage, but then... Da, 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 and he stands up. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. For many, many reasons. The nostalgia of Rocky, the music, the performance, everything. But Rocky's solidifying himself, saying, you know what, I should have thrown the towel in. I didn't. They don't talk about it very much in Creed. They talk about it more in Creed 2. But his kind of like remorse and saying, you know what, I should have done this, but you know what, you're not your father. You're, you know, you got to go prove that you weren't a mistake. You're your own man. I'm not going to throw in the towel because you're going to go across there and you're going to knock this son of a bitch down because your father couldn't. And there's so much being said in this moment. And then, of course, Michael B. Jordan, his beautiful delivery, full of blood and his face is swollen, everything just that I'm not a mistake i'm just like yeah i'm sold like i was already into this movie at this point but i'm like i'm done like tear everything
0: so that was the one i picked and then when we watched that in the movie in the theater and that music kicked in do you remember i i I put my hand on your shoulder yeah remember that and then we made out i knew we were both and then we made (laughs) up and then we took our shirts off and we trained on the beach
1: yeah so it was it was remarkable and like i said before there's lots of good scenes rocky talking his speech his famous speech to his son outside of adrian's that um andrew mentioned earlier running up the steps in the first one and all of them but especially the first one calling out for adrian at the end like there are every movie even rocky 5 kind kinda i guess every moment has every uh, movie has its moment and you know they're just they're remarkable like rocky 2 the win it was third on my list uh when adrian finally says win and then making what are we waiting for? Take oh, this. Yeah. So like it's iconic. Great. yeah so there's so many iconic moments to pick one was was tough, but that was like that was the child in me just kind of yes, that made me want to go fight I, I think I wanted to go fight like the guy in front of us right after.
0: And then you punched that guy yeah. and then you got arrested
1: <laughs> Great moment, but all these majority of these movies have so many good moments and the one you mentioned Andrew was arguably one of the best
0: moments in the first Rocky. Okay man. I can't think of a better place to end it than that. No, it was beautiful. Thanks for joining me today. Yo, Adam, we did it.
1: I am wired, man. My heart is racing. Woo! Love that shit. Hey, remember that you can follow us on Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook as The Viewer Cut. Bye!